Okay. Solopod part Sol- two. Yep. Well, not part two, just yeah. We're second solopod. Second solopod <laughs> ever episode. I guess we've got to stop saying episodes, it's, but yeah, it's seven, I think. Seven, yeah. seven. Uh, you just got back from Arizona. I did. And yeah. it was great. I love that place. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just sick. Cause it's like one of those places that I never would go to on my own. Yeah. Also, just from being like a, an ex-touring musician, uh, it was never like a stop on the road or yeah, rarely yeah. was because it's just not necessarily a place that like the routing doesn't quite make sense depending on if you're doing an East Coast, West Coast kind of thing. Uh, so it's just like a place that's I know nothing about right. and have just become kind of obsessed with it because it's just this kind of weird liminal space kind of thing. You yeah. know, it's like I always described it as feeling like... Um, that movie with the guy with the glasses uh napoleon dynamite okay yeah, it has yeah, like yeah. that weird like like weird midwest in the interim of all of the places yeah. that you'd actually go it's like flat but also yeah. hilly but like you don't really see people on the street so it kind of uh, has this weird vibe to it ghost town yeah but it's sick but i love it and it's like outdoor malls and just like it's just so different from toronto too that i just like yeah. i'm fascinated by it yeah um but yeah it was great but the real the real Meat and potatoes of the trip was my uh, Lauren and I's return. Oh yeah, which was I. I guess I didn't tell you about this no. to save it for the pod. No. <laughs> but man, was that a wild twelve hours! So our flight was on Friday, supposed to be Friday, at I think like ten o'clock. Okay. So we get to the airport at like seven thirty, early, whatever. Like go to the kiosk, put our passports in, blah blah blah, print out our boarding passes, seat number, standby. Like, hmm, interesting. Okay. Uh, so we go to our gate and sit there. No one's there. Finally, someone from Air Canada shows up. We're like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, you know, like, bought tickets to come home. Like, what's going on? They're like, uh, yeah, so the flight's been oversold. Uh, we're like, so we don't have a seat? They're like, mm, not yet. So we're just sitting there waiting. They're like, we'll know an hour before boarding or before takeoff, actually. Oh, no. So we're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting nothing's happening no seat we're like what the what the fuck is going on like 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 what so all of a sudden these women show up these two like classic like karens and they have like beers in their hand and they're like they're like they go to they go to the front and they're like they're like uh they're like uh our seats say standby and this is ridiculous because we bought our tickets and we have to get on this flight what is going on and the guy's like uh uh well you don't have a seat yet but like i'll, I'll do everything i can to like get you on They're like well we're not moving until we get a seat oh my god meanwhile lauren and i are in the exact same position yeah. just like being polite sitting in the <laughs> chairs watching this, and i'm like oh god like they're gonna get the seats and we're not of course that happens <sighs> they give them these two seats and they're just like well sorry guys like we're gonna make it up to you but like you're not getting on this flight so we're waiting everyone boards the flight finally the guy comes out Turns out there's two other people who were on standby. And the guy goes, all right, look, guys, there's two seats on the plane. And there are four of you. And this guy's like, oh, like, I need to get on this flight. Like, like please give it to us. And we're like, okay, like, t- like it's fine. Like, it's not the end of the world. Right. Like, take the seats. Like, we're going to get compensated, supposedly. Like, whatever. So they got on the flight. Okay. We're waiting and waiting and waiting now as the flight's taking off. It's just sitting there waiting to figure out what to even do, when the next flight is, what's going on. And then this old couple is running down, like running from like in the distance. You're like, oh, we're coming, we're coming. Oh, oh. And I'm like, what the hell? They run to the gate, run into Lauren. The man falls, trips, and he's like <laughs> spilled all over the ground. I'm like trying oh, to help no. him up. And he's screaming, not accepting any of my help. I'm like, okay. 
And they're like, we're here for the flight. And the guy's like, whoa, the plane has taken off. And the guy's like freaking out, like just swearing like, fuck you, Air Canada. Fuck you. And we're just like, oh my God, get us out of this hell. Holy fuck. Finally, the guy starts like taking care of us. And he's like, okay, so like we're going to give you a voucher for like $1,500 each, put you up in a hotel, give you a meal voucher. The next flight is tomorrow at 10 a.m. We're like, okay, fine. So now we're sitting there. It's like 1130. And we're like, what's going on? Like they've given us all these like papers and things like that. We've signed them. And we're just like waiting to find out what hotel we're staying in for the night. We're tired. It's yeah. like in Toronto time, it's like 2 a.m. Like it's just like, we're just like exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy and the girl are just sitting there like on the phone, like what's going on? So it turns out like two other like major flights got canceled and everybody got put into a hotel room and now there's no hotel oh rooms. So we're there until like two 30 in the morning of the, with this girl, like on the phone being like, I'm really trying to get you a hotel. Like there's nothing like, I don't know what's going on. Finally, we got a hotel. We get into a cab. We go to the hotel. It's like three 30 in the morning. We get there. This hotel, now let me explain this, <laughs> is literally under construction. <laughs> it was a Best Western. It has a sheet over it that says like the Mesa something, like or Tempe something Arizona hotel. I'm like, okay. The guy behind the desk is like, he looks like like a like a early 2000s like white guy rapper. He has like a fade and like a diamond <laughs> earring and like an oversized polo shirt. And he's like, he's like, he's like, you guys look like you need a, you need some rest. So I got you guys a room. It's on the fifth floor. And we're like, okay, whatever, buddy. Just like, whatever. So then we get onto the, uh, we get into the elevator and it has a glass elevator for some reason. Now, when I say this place is under construction, we go up to the second floor, clear view, normal hallway with like doors and whatever. Then it goes to the third floor, completely under like like I'm like construction site. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm talking like 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 no infrastructure, just like like beams and like empty. Like it was like nuts, and it truly felt like that like liminal space kind of thing where yeah. like you know you're on the eighth floor, but you don't know what's going on on yeah, the second yeah, yeah. on the seventh floor. Like <laughs> it was just like I was like, what the hell? Then we get into the into the hallway and start walking. I don't know if you saw the photo I posted on Instagram, but every door. It's different in this hotel. Oh, is that what that was? <laughs> yeah. So like four of them will have like regular Best Western doors. It's kind of sick though. <laughs> one of them has like an old timey like wooden door. And then another one has like, like a white door and one has like a black door. I was like, this is so bizarre. So anyways, we get to the hotel, go to sleep, wake up for like 6 a.m., get like three hours of sleep. Go downstairs, call an Uber. Lauren calls an Uber and we're waiting and she's just watching it on the thing. And she's like, this guy's not moving. Like, what oh, the hell is going on? Yeah. She's like, can you try it? I'm like, okay, I'll try it. So I, she cancels his, I call one. And then I'm watching this guy and he's like coming towards us and then like turning around and going like the opposite direction and then going down. I'm like, what's going on? And then this guy, he's like, y'all trying to get a ride to the airport? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, good luck. And I'm like, what? He's like, it's the Phoenix Marathon's happening today. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, whole city's shut down. And so, there was literally no way for cars to get to this hotel, which was basically beside a highway. Like, whatever was all closed off. So, like, the Uber driver calls me. He's, like, you know, way across the street on this other side of this highway. And he's, like, he's, like, hey, man, like, I can see where you are, but, like, I literally can't get to you. Like, I don't think I can pick you up. And I'm, like, wait, wait, wait. Just wait. Like, stay where you are. He was outside of this, like, in and out. I'm, like... We'll come and we'll find you. <laughs> so now we're running towards, like looking at the map on my phone, running towards this highway, get to the highway, 
there's a straight up marathon of thousands of people running across this thing. And he's on the other side and I can see him on the other side. So we talked to this cop. I'm like, hey man, like we got to get to the other side of this, like basically like parade of people running. And he's like, ah. and I'm like, we have to, like, we got to get to the other, we have, a, we have a flight to catch. He's like, all right, like cross, but like, like be careful. Cause people are like <laughs> running at full speed through this, like this, like four lane highway street thing. So then it was like a game of Frogger. Like I have my luggage and Lauren has her luggage and we're like dodging people like across this highway. That's like, fuck you. Like, hey, what are you doing? Like, where? And we're like, and like we pass by and people are like getting waters because there's people handing out water. It was pure chaos. And like we made it to the other side and I have a picture of it. It's like, fucked. We make it to the other side, get into the car and like the guy's like super nice. And he's like, he's like, man, like thanks for finding me here. Like we have to take this like long detour to get to the highway along the drive, like we're seeing how big this marathon was. Like it, I need to like look it up because it was like a citywide marathon. Oh like we drove like 20, 10 minutes and then saw like another part of it happening on like the other side of another highway with just like thousands of people running in like blue shirts. And I was like, wow. So yeah, that was- uh, You made your flight. We made the flight, but then we also got there and then the flight was like delayed. And it was just this like, it was just fucked. But then the sad part was, because flights, like, like overselling a flight, I guess, is super common. But when you see it in real time happening, it's, like, so bizarre. How does that happen? Well, because my, th I mean, not theory. I'm pretty sure what it is is that based on, I think, like, on average, let's say two people on average miss a flight. Right. Like, on every flight. Right. So by overbooking it by, say, four people it's probably cheaper for the airlines to pay someone $1,500 with like a free voucher right. than it is to undersell a flight because then they're right. losing money. Right. So they're, they're, they're basically betting on the odds that like people aren't going to show up to their flight. Crazy. So the fucked up thing was now that we've been bumped and are on this flight the next day, like we saw four other people who were in the same position we were in yesterday being like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, what do you mean I'm not getting on this flight? And I was like, this is just a vicious cycle. Like, this is never going to end because these guys are now going to get bumped to a, like a flight later that night. And then the people on that flight are going to get bumped to one the next day. It's like, I just like was seeing it happen and seeing the looks on their faces. And I was like, you damn, exactly like, how they felt. I was like, that was me yesterday. But like, I'm not even going to bother saying anything to these guys because you got to learn the hard way. <laughs> like we did. <laughs> that it's all going to be all right. <laughs> it's going to be okay. We got a little money. Like da da da. They'll make you feel okay. But, and, like, the funny thing, too, about the whole situation was the two Air Canada employees, like, looked like they were, like, 20 years old. <laughs> like, they were just, like, kids. That'd be so hard. <laughs> I, like, I, like, even working as a server and just being like, your food's going to take an extra 10 minutes. And people are, like, <laughs> people like, are, like so mad. And you're just like, oh. Dare you. <laughs> imagine telling someone that they're literally not getting on their flight home. <laughs> well, I mean, imagine if, like, what if I had something to do? Yeah. Like, thankfully, it was, yeah. like, a Saturday I had yeah. nothing to do yeah. so it didn't really matter it was annoying but like it's crazy like because like you you buy a plane ticket it's not like it's not <laughs> yeah. even like it's like a train ticket or a bus ticket it's also, like who, how do they decide who is in and out is it just like who it has to be randomized because Lauren is very type A and like yeah. got up at 6am to check into the flight right. so it wasn't like we were like the last people to check in at like 5pm right. in the flights at 8 it was like no it was like we had checked in like as soon as the sun rose right. like you know it's, it's insane yeah 
But yeah, it's it sounds like an episode of Seinfeld or something. That's like yeah, just also just being trapped in like the eras, like the Phoenix Airport, for, and then it's also just like everything's so far away, and it was like, oh man, it was oh, it's a nightmare. But <laughs> it was by the end of it, like once that marathon was happening, that was such like icing on the cake that it was it was comical at that point. I was like, you're kidding. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, once like three things go wrong, it's just like okay. What I'm like, I fuck? can't even get to my car because there's like thousands of people running along like a four lane like like road and i can't get to the other side unless i dodge these you have people. to run across a highway of people it was nuts it was like i was literally maneuvering and lauren was like ah, and like i had to like stop at one point let a guy pass and then like keep going it was like it was truly wild but honestly and in retrospect i'm like that was again just it's so funny sick, yeah. that like yeah it's like of course that happened like of course like you couldn't just call a car and the next morning and just go to the airport like of course there was like some issue. How many but, things is that? It's fl- flight overbooked. Mm-hmm. Um, no hotels, night out. No hotels, and then marathon. Everything happens in threes. It does happen. That's, in that's the saying. These things happen in threes. I know, and like it's a great story. That's and now, great. and now yeah. I've learned because like you know I've always hear about overselling flights, but. I've also just never really seen it because you know when you're yeah. like you're like on a flight and you're just like you always see like the you'll see like one or two people who are like are like talking to the front and I'm like I'm like, you're like guys like what are you doing like just get on the pl-. like yeah. you think that they're just being difficult yeah. but like maybe they uh, bought a ticket and didn't get a seat which is yeah. entirely possible yeah so I, yeah I've yeah. never had that happen to me the only thing I've had flights canceled on me before mm-hmm. and that's always like for like a snowstorm or something and that always sucks because it just yeah. like completely disrupts like. When you have like the idea, like, oh, I'm getting home tomorrow. Yeah. I'm gonna be in bed. I'm gonna be in my own bed. I'm gonna make dinner. And I'm gonna like, you yeah. know, like, and then all of a sudden that's just like postponed a day. <laughs> it's yeah, only well, a day, but it's still like what? The, because like, a travel day now? is very much a day. Yeah, exactly. Like, no matter what, like, even yeah. if it's a, a two hour flight, you still gotta get there like you know two to three hours early. Yeah. Gotta go through customs. Gotta yeah. go to security. Like the whole yeah. thing, the whole process yeah. is like, it's a long, it's a long process yeah. if yeah. you're crossing borders. Yeah. So it's like. But the weird thing is more so just that at least when there's like a storm, you're kind of like all in it together. Like yeah. everybody on the flight's like, well, fuck, this yeah. sucks. Like we can't go on our trip. Yeah. But when you're just like the only, and then just like having people like look at you, like being like, being like, like I mean, they just didn't do anything. They just did something wrong. Like, like they like amateur flyers. And it's like, no, like <laughs> amateur flyers. <laughs> just like the system <laughs> fucked us. <laughs> It's ridiculous. I'm getting on the plane and you're not. So. <laughs> like you get like dirty looks as you're like sitting really? there with your luggage and people are just like, <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> it's just weird, man. It's just so weird. It's so weird. So what else happened in Arizona? You got, you got, you got, you got Gex pilled. I did get Gex pilled. How did that happen? Interesting. <laughs> because I. It means you're not old, old anymore. I know. It means I've like reverted. I've, I've gone Rowdy. back in time. I'm young again. <laughs> I'm new again. No. This is I, 17 again. <laughs> <laughs> Except for hearing 100 gecks and getting it. And being like, oh, wait a minute. No, we were watching. We were like hanging out by the pool and like it was Coachella weekend. Right. So we. And there was like a live stream. Okay. So like we just put it on on the TV and I was just like watching whatever bands were playing, you know, yeah. like a bunch of stuff that I've never even heard of. Some truly awful stuff and a couple of good things. <laughs> but it was just kind of on. I wasn't like paying attention to yeah. it. And then, you know, I heard a little music in the background. I was like, oh, this, who is this? And I was like, oh, it's Gex, 100 Gex. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to watch this because it's, you know, I, I should watch it. This is something that I actually would be interested in whether I like them or not. Yeah. 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 I want to see what they're doing. Yeah. 
You can either hate watch it or love watch it. Exactly. And I'm not even going to say that I love watched it because <laughs> it wasn't even that good. Yeah. But I couldn't look away. Yeah. And I was like, these songs are actually kind of sick. And I just like, I, 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 not to say I get it because I don't think that I'm like a fan and I don't think I'm actually going to go and like listen to them, but yeah. I will say the new song is good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But it was just like fun to I don't know I like I like understood it a little more I was just like okay I get this this is like an everything all the time yeah just like every possible genre but with like yeah. a positive spin to it and yeah, like yeah. kind of sparkly and like fun and yeah. like I could imagine being in that audience and be like this is actually pretty fun and cool yeah. and whatever. Well, I recently discovered that there's like a big hyper pop, obviously, but there's a really big hyper pop scene in Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean and that like, makes sense. I had I had a friend who was going to a couple of their events. I didn't go. Yeah, but. But then he was telling me about it, and I was like, I did not know that this existed, like this, <laughs> the, the, this whole scene. And they have like their own shows at Cinecycle. Like we, like really, it's like fully a thing that's happening right now. I mean, yeah, that doesn't surprise me because yeah. it is like I guess the most popular genre of music yeah. right now. So yeah, it makes then, sense. But then he played me Doritos and Fritos, and I was like, Doritos and Fritos. <laughs> it's good. It's good. And the thing is, like, it's funny because Lauren and I were talking about that song specifically, which they did play, and. It's so funny because those guys are definitely uh, musicians that are trying to do things that haven't necessarily come back yet. Yeah. Whereas everything is cyclical. Yeah, yeah. New metal came back for a while. You yeah. have like just things keep coming back. Nineties yeah, yeah. indie rock shit comes back yeah. and goes and constantly guitars are back. Everything's yeah. back and then yeah. gone and you know whatever. Yeah. But for them to pull from like ska. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. Because that is like truly the last thing you can pull from that hasn't been pulled from yet. Because because it still exists and it sucks and it's bad. <laughs> it's like terrible music. Yeah. It's like some of the worst. But I but I get the idea of being like being like, well, it's all been done, so but so yes, we got we got to go here down. We got we got to mix like like ska with like primus. Like just like It also kind of reminded me of like late Len stuff too yeah yeah, yeah. and I was like oh, damn I don't know <laughs> no no the, the, the thing is like I, but the thing is I get it and I'm into it I'm yeah. like this is like I appreciate at least the attempt yeah at doing something or pulling from inspiration that isn't just like here's a band and uh we're now gonna pull from like 2000s indie rock because yeah, yeah. indie sleaze is back yeah, and now yeah, we're just yeah. gonna like do this it's yeah. like it's like no like they're truly trying to at least be like we're going to do this and you're going to like it. Yeah. And it's working. <laughs> yeah. It's working. It's fucking working. It's working. Yeah. But no, I was like watching it. I was, I was truly like, you know what? I don't hate this. Yeah. And I did for the flight download, uh, whatever their album's called, put it on my phone. Okay. Didn't listen to it, <laughs> <laughs> but I did download. I made the effort. The effort was there. <laughs> the effort was there. I literally, I think I've only listened to the, other than like songs that you hear on like Insta Reels or TikToks yeah. or something, it's like that Doritos and Fritos is the only one that I've like sat down and listened to. Yeah, and it's catchy. But it's, it got good, like, yeah. it's got a good hook. Yeah. It's pretty good, yeah. honestly. Like yeah. that'll uh, yeah. No, it's it's a good song. <laughs> it's good. The I, the funny thing I find about ska, and I guess you could say this about all bands, mm-hmm. but or like all genres, but ska is one of those things where like there are still people who are devoted to ska oh yeah there's like ska heads that'll that will be ska heads for life oh for sure and it's that's so crazy to me to be like so tantalized by a single genre yeah that it becomes your entire identity and also a genre that 
is whatever the opposite of critically acclaimed is. <laughs> <laughs> like, and isn't really liked by anybody. No, like, it's no. not like the punk scene doesn't like ska. Yeah. Like, everything that it's like inspired by is not a fan of it. Like, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just like, like, like it's all. It's. But the thing is, but it. I, I also and I actually wonder. That's uh, like an age thing. Because yeah. for at least my generation. Scott was like a rite of passage. Like you right. had yeah, to like yeah. you had to go through you, like you just had to. Yeah. Because when you when I was in like grade nine, it was like, you know, you like you what's happening tonight? Like, it was an all ages ska show. Like and there's also probably some other punk band right. or some whatever band playing as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it was part of it. You had to right. like you went, you saw it, you're like, ah, oh, this is kind of fun, like whatever. And then you quickly got over it. But yeah. it was like a gateway thing. But did yeah. that ever exist for you? Well, I, there weren't shows. There definitely weren't ska shows, especially because of where I was from. But like there was definitely a month or so period in like this summer going into grade nine. I think I remember it <laughs> where we would like, where, where, where we would listen to ska music <laughs> and, <laughs> um, but it didn't last long. And yeah. I think the entire time it was like, I'm trying to like this because it's like, it seems like we're all trying to like this right now. Well, cause there is like a weird crossover between like, punk and ska well i think what's nice about it is that it's kind of dancey so yeah, it's like yeah. the punk Skanking. music yeah yeah it's like the <laughs> it's the punk music that you were listening to beforehand but then you could kind of like dance to it and you could kind of play out at a party without yeah. people like being like well it's just so like it's like, inoffensive yeah. yeah it's just it's, like yeah yeah but also very <laughs> but it's also quite offensive <laughs> but it's like i was believe it or not in a ska band for like a summer hell yeah but again it was because we just like all had instruments and like yeah. played in like our band that we thought was good which was right. not good and then between jams we'd be like let's play, let's play some like ska shit and be like because it's also just fun like we never played a show or anything like that I don't think but it's like you like had I don't know it was it's one of those like you had to be there kind of things like and I can guarantee you that if you talk to anybody at least my age they will be like yeah i went to a ska show <laughs> like i like, could see like i could see that being fun i could ex especially see like jamming with yeah. your friends playing ska I, I could see that being a super fun thing to do yeah <laughs> and then it also like integrates the like the like you know guitar bass and drums yeah. like like we play in a band guys with yeah. the like school band guys because <laughs> they're like well i play trombone <laughs> yeah, I, play, I play trumpet too yeah. I'm like, like come on over let's jam <laughs> like you do it for like a weekend you're like okay fuck those guys that's that is who is our ska kids forever yeah they're the kids who like played trumpet in their high school band yeah. but we're like kind of into to uh, like punk music outside of school yeah and but weren't they, good enough to get into jazz yeah. yeah exactly but weren't good enough to get into jazz they all became scott <laughs> god what a god awful genre but the sad thing too is that like real like not to get all like like real real ska is actually good <laughs> but but honestly real ska is like kind of good What's real ska well it's like jamaican like it's like oh, okay, fast yeah, reggae yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like right made yeah. by like jamaican guys right. and it's like yeah. still a little i mean even like bob marley had like a like started That's, out as like a well ska i think guy. we got into it because like we were listening to a lot of bob marley in eighth grade when we first started smoking <laughs> weed <laughs> it was actually it was like it, how the genre became yeah. was how he got into the yeah. genre like we were listening to punk music and then we started smoking weed so we started listening to did you reggae listen to, did you listen, no, no, then, then you listen to Bob Marley's <laughs> legend and, exactly and then so we nobody ever the, bothered to listen no, to any of his other albums <laughs> only the greatest hits <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then 
because of that, we were like, okay, well, let's try out this new thing called ska. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little bit faster. <laughs> it's, just faster. <laughs> it's just a faster version of reggae music. Like, <laughs> I'm into it. No, but it's, I, I just love that this is like, but ska can never come back. Or, oh, yeah. or I guess, as you said, it's never left. It's never left, which is probably why it can never come back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, when a genre completely disappears for a while, then it's safe to re- like um, to reclaim it. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. But like when it's not gone, you still see it yeah. everywhere, especially in Toronto. You yeah, still yeah. see people with like that. You just know. Listen yeah, they to got Scott. like checkered bands yeah. and like <laughs> maybe a little like bowler <laughs> yeah. hats. You just know that they listen to Scott. So it's like you can't you can't take from them. They're like they're still there. But I want. But my 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 theory about it is, is I wonder if. Like, have you ever seen somebody that, like, let's say, dresses like they're into ska or looks like they're into ska? I feel like I only ever see it in, like, 12 to, like, 14-year-olds. Like, who, like, I don't know. I, can I you, was can, at a party the other day with someone who was, like, my age, and um, he was wearing, like, a denim vest jacket. <laughs> of course. A couple of pins on there. Not listening. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot of pins. Um, Maybe a and, patch or two. And he was just like, yeah, I'm really into ska. And I was like, fuck yeah. That's actually <laughs> so, so sick. sick. Because it also takes, it also like, takes balls to say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'd be like, yeah, I'd say, I really like ska. So I'd, be like, I'd be like, yikes. Like, yeah. Next. No, <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I, like, I made him play ska music at the party. <laughs> Honestly, that's we see that sounds like fun because ska, again in like a like a very like high school house party kind of way, yeah. is like the perfect soundtrack yeah. for like, uh, fuck, what's that movie called where they um throw like the craziest party? Project X. Yes, yeah. I feel like if that party was real, if, or one if of the party, rooms yeah. would have had a, would have had ska. Happen. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, Tim. Uh, yeah, I feel like yeah. Ska music definitely takes me back back to high school parties. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the other crazy thing that happened to me. Well, it's not crazy at all. But this is going to get a little uh, little out there for a second. I had this moment in Arizona where I felt like I was watching music videos from an alternate universe. Sick. So <laughs> we had on the TV just playing like, it was like MTV classics, right? So it's just... Straight up music videos playing the whole time, right? And I like to believe that I know a lot about music and that I've like, at least if it's a hit, like especially like a hit within my lifetime, yeah. I at least I'm like, oh yeah, like I know the name of that band or, or like I've heard that name or, or, or oh yeah, I knew that song, but I didn't know that this person did it. Yeah. But there was this string of three videos. And again, this is hit. So I'm talking like it was like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and da-da-da and da-da-da. And then just like these three videos of artists I'd just never heard of. And one of them was by a guy whose name was uh, Rampage the Boy Scouts. And I was like, what, what is this? So like, I was like in the pool with Lauren where it's like chilling. And like, all of a sudden I just like stopped and I was like looking at this like TV and I was like, what am I like, what is this? And like, I used to love like 90s rap when I was younger yeah. and like know a lot about it. And I yeah. and Busta Rhymes was on the song. Hell so yeah. again, it's like, whoa, really? It's not like it's like out of this. It's not like it's just completely random people. But this guy whose song it was, was featuring Buster Rhymes. The music video was incredible. And I was like, and it was, again, went back to this feeling of being a kid and watching like TV where, you know, I couldn't pause it. I didn't have my phone, so I couldn't Shazam it. But I couldn't pause it and be like, who is this? Or, or like, 
see who it was based yeah. on the player. I had to wait until the video ended right. to like see who this was. Yeah, and yeah. it was Rampage the Boy Scouts featuring Buster Rhymes. And I was like, in what universe did this ever exist? Because I've Can, never heard of this. Well, I wonder if it is a thing, because I've heard of this happening before. Because we, like in Canada, we don't get the same mm -hmm. music a lot of the time on the radio or on yeah. much music or on, you know, whatever. We actually don't get the same music. There's certain like, pockets where like the, the the distribution company or whatever it's called the record mm -hmm. label will only put the song out in certain regions right, of the right. states or certain regions of canada mm -hmm. so i wonder if it's something like that but have you have you heard of that person who it was like on a was on some podcast but it was it was um some person who like swore that they like there was this really popular song in the 90s and mandela they like had effect? It, it was a fully mandela <laughs> effect thing but then they like they like they it was they it was so ingrained in their head and they would always like sing it to their friends and their friends would be like what the fuck is this song i've never heard of this song like no this is not a popular song yeah um and then so he recreated it uh-huh and then turns out it was a, a, like a popular song on the radio for like a week <laughs> that he just like for some reason was imprinted in his mind yeah. i think that's how it ended and then he found the artist who was like a nobody and it just like put out this one song and it ended up being on the radio for like a week Wow. But it just had imprinted it in this one guy's brain and like no one else. No, but this, this is the shit that fascinates me because, <clears throat> yeah. and again, like to what you're saying, in Canada, we forget that Canadian radio mm. and media and TV are obligated to play mm. a certain percentage of Canadian music. Yeah, exactly. So certain things that may have been regional hits in the States. Mm just may not have might not have been big enough to make it in Canada because whereas that mid-level hit would be played we yeah. had to play Nelly Furtado or yeah, something yeah. we had to play the, like Canadian like you know yeah. thing um yeah. but man it was such a weird feeling because it was just like no that feeling's terrifying but here's the craziest part. well no, it's not the kind of crazy so me being me of course I wikipedia the hell out of this guy find this album the album cover is crazy by the mm -hmm. way um the album cover is crazy and I read his Wikipedia, only released one album. Well, I released two albums actually, but like one major label album. And then it's like, uh, it's like Ram Rampage the Boy Scout, AKA Rampage, uh, currently resides in Phoenix, Arizona. And I was like, what? No way. <laughs> like, what rapper lives in Phoenix? <laughs> <laughs> <That's so sick. laughs> like, but again, it like, I don't know. It, it, but it's just funny because it also wasn't a. Uh, like this wasn't a local station because it was like an it was basically a music video algorithm just playing hit hit songs from MTV's you know say right. like 1995 to 2005 yeah just playing like like quote unquote hits right which is a weird thing for on top of that that to just be like like yeah. of course this guy's like he and he could very well live down the street like, that's insane <laughs> yeah like not only do you have the complete disorienting Mandela effect but then you also have the synchronicity of you being right there and he wasn't a Phoenix rapper he's whoa. from Brooklyn whoa <laughs> like, but he just like lives in Phoenix I was like damn yeah, this Mandela is like effect stuff like I mean there's so many like logical explanations for it and that's fine mm -hmm. but like did I tell you about the, the 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 massive Mandela effect I experienced about my whole life oh, I've no, you have not. But we've all experienced these. I, I like to acknowledge that these are universal. Okay, good. Because I had this experience. It was like right around like the beginning of COVID and like, like there's problems in my life, whatever. Yeah. But I had just this feeling that like everything was, everything in my life had been like replaced by an alternate version of itself. Right. Like everything, like my partner, my room, my like my job, my like my coworkers, just everything. As felt if it happened like one day and it just one day it was just like all of a sudden everything was just like 
just felt different. Like it was just like everything felt like a, a version, a different version of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of itself. And it like knocked me off my feet for a while. And then I was like, okay, <laughs> but it was like for like, yeah, for like a month period, I just was like, everyone's changed. Everything has changed. And it was probably something that changed within my own head and my yeah, perception yeah, yeah. of all these people. But it was still, it was just like literally like the fabric of my bed sheets was just different. felt different. Yeah. Like, Everything down to like the most base level felt so different. Anyways, it was crazy. That's really fucking weird. It was fucking weird. But like that shit <clears throat> happens because there's there's again a sort of like known example of this <clears throat> that again exists in my generation mm-hmm. with uh do you remember the comedian Sinbad? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of this one? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think I've heard of a, anything associated to go on. Okay, go on. so Sinbad, the comedian, I, as well as what I like to believe are many people my age, remember being like, I don't know, let's say six years old, mm-hmm. and remember there being a poster, VHS, whatever, movie called Shazam with Sinbad. Actually, I don't know it was called Shazam. Sorry, it wasn't even called Shazam. It was just Sinbad dressed as a genie, Right. Now, yeah. so and I, I'll look this up for you. Like, show what? you this later. It does. It, it does not exist. I've seen that. It doesn't exist. There is no Sinbad has never been in a movie where he's in a genie costume. Period. It just does not exist. And I can. I'm visualizing it right now. Like, I I can see the poster. It's like yellow. Yeah. He's standing there in maybe like a purple costume with like a little hat with like a like a string yeah, thing on does, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist. What? Just straight up doesn't exist. It's like that. That was the first time that I like got into the Mandela effect and was like. How the hell did we all collectively believe this thing is a real thing? Because I like remember it, but it just truly does not exist. There's no such thing. <laughs> He's never been in this movie. That's a crazy one because that I like I that's when you said do you know Sinbad? That was the first image that popped into my mind. <laughs> yeah, you know him from a movie that doesn't exist. <laughs> so <laughs> it's nuts. It's like like look up Sinbad. And if you look up Sinbad Genie, uh it's just deep Reddit threads of people going off being like, I swear this thing exists. <laughs> <laughs> like, believe me, I've gone down this rabbit hole like at least once every five years being like, it has to exist, but it doesn't. That could be a little, uh, we can do one of those question things in Spotify yeah, <laughs> and yeah. see if anyone else remembers that. That's insane. I really fucking remember that. Like, yeah. That's so fucking weird. But like the theory is that, sorry, so there was a movie called Shazam that I think Shaq was in. And people, and I think there was also a movie that Sinbad was in that just came out at the same time. Mm. And children have just mixed these two movies together. Right. But I don't yeah, even know yeah. what the Sinbad movie would be. I wonder, like, this almost seems like, I don't know how to describe this perfectly, but like, this is like a weird psychological symptom of just the, like, the overproduction of media yeah. in like society. No, totally. Because it's like when there's so much of, of everything, yeah. then you're bound to just like confuse things or yeah. like or like just things just blend together because our brains actually cannot handle this much and media. Al- yeah, <laughs> like, and also in the era of, you know, non-targeted ads. Yeah. When things were just shoved down your throat regardless. Right. Like it wasn't even like I'm like like wasn't like my ads are different from your ads because yeah, yeah. that's going to be a whole if, yeah. different issue for like Mandela effects to come in the future. Yeah. <laughs> People will be like, I remember this thing happening and someone will be like, that never happened. It's like, yeah. how would you know? Like even we can literally have Mandela effects about like last week. Like, <laughs> like, do you guys remember when this 
person posted this and like I like you posted that thing I didn't even see it yeah yeah things have just been also just like wiped because you can also just like kind of wipe things off the internet yeah yeah but I guess you also kind of can't but like they no. say you can't but how can you because like I don't do you know like because I've been on like archive.org trying yeah. to like, find old things and I can't find them most of the time, I can't find the things that I've deleted. I've never actually bothered. Yeah. But I feel like it's not the whole thing that, like... That's what everyone says. That, like, if it was posted, it's now just, like, permanently locked in this, like, archive. But I kind of don't believe it's true. Or is it only for just, like... High-level stuff. High-level media or whatever. Just, like, yeah. things that are, like, you know... If CNN posted something and, like, said the wrong guy's name. And, yeah. like, and then there's, like, an edit at the bottom being, like, well, actually, yeah. the name was originally posted as... Like, I don't, Side I don't stuff know. that I, like, want to recover... Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Everybody talks about how you post everything on the internet and it's always going to be there. And I'm like trying to recover stuff and I can't. It's like, well, then. Well, well, I know. Because even on my like Twitter, I've like tried to look back at some of my like old, old tweets, which may or may not be uh, problematic. No. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Everyone's going to go searching now. <laughs> no, but the thing is, I actually tried once to just like go back and be like, because I, for whatever reason, <clears throat> I've had Twitter mm. since like 2009. Yeah, <laughs> as it even says so on my Twitter. So you've been a member since. Now that doesn't same mean that, account. Too, that yeah. doesn't mean that I've been tweeting like yeah. constantly. Like I'm sure there were years where I just didn't tweet anything. Yeah, but I've just had it for forever. Yeah. Um, but I like once wanted to go back and be like, what was I tweeting in 2011? Yeah. But like, I I swore I got to like 2015 and it just like wouldn't go any further down as I was trying, which is yeah. probably a good thing. But like, that is good. Thing. I was a I was a niche micro internet celebrity in 2013 on Twitter. Go on. Um, I yeah, I, and I can't find it. I can't get it back. What did you have like a viral tweet or something? Did I had like a couple viral tweets, and I like had I think I had like 10,000 to 20,000 followers or something. What? Um, but I deleted the account. I mean, it's super disappointing. This is weird because I've heard this from other people your age who have just been that like... were famous on Twitter yeah, when they were, were teenagers. Like, were like, I, was, yeah. I, I had like a big Twitter account that had like X amount of followers and then I like just like scrapped it when I turned like 20. And I'm yeah. like... I don't no know why I scrapped it. I no don't know. But I remember being... Because I well, my shit was so embarrassing <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I would post like... like poetry like shit yeah, that was like yeah, trying yeah. to be poetic and like my fame my most like like i think my most famous tweet was about like something to do with like kate moss and johnny depp like it was like a picture Whoa. of them and it was like something like cutesy about them too <laughs> like it was like fucking corny as shit but wait so did you delete the account or is it just like no i deleted the account oh, so i deleted soon, the so account as soon as i moved to toronto because i was like i'm embarrassed started, this, started and i don't want anyone to know about this <laughs> Um, and it was like I don't know. It's just like it was a like really Tumblr boy, sad boy yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. Just like now I'm looking back, I was like, it's kind of sick. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what I'm saying. That, that's why I uh, we've talked about this a little bit, but we were talking about like 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 Instagram feeds and like stuff like that, and like deleting stuff, and like that's why I like don't fuck with that. Yeah, I, I well, like I, keeping I, shit because yeah. at the very least, not to be like I'd rather admit that I was cringe yeah. than pretend. Yeah. That I was, you know, like the, yeah. the false, false idea that like you're all, that you're always, always the sick. way that yeah. you are currently. It's yeah. just such bullshit. It's like, yeah. I would much prefer to be like, no, you want to scroll back and see me in 2013? Yeah. Go ahead. Like, yeah, I know, but that's I've so, no, I've so no, not ashamed. I know. And that's a great way to be, but that's so hard. Yeah, <laughs> you know, know what I mean? I like, I, I don't know. I, I, I also agree. And I wish everyone would do that. And if everyone would do that, it'd be much easier to do it. And mm. I try to do that as much as possible. Yeah. Um, but I also just like, I, again, I've just like, 
internet anxiety where I post yeah. anything and I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> well, Twitter's a tough one because they're always just like, you like post it and you're just like, ah. <laughs> my tweets are like always dumb as hell but, but now i've just i've i've been learning to embrace how dumb they are and no, i'm just like yes you gotta you gotta be you gotta be cringe and you gotta be free you gotta, you gotta just you, you have that elon musk is helping us <laughs> yeah, yeah. free speech, free speech baby is back. <laughs> it's funny because the whole twitter thing is like nothing is going to change yeah. like it's not changing no. anything no. like you think jack dorsey was like like some saint or something like you know what i mean like people i saw a picture, people... picture of that guy and i was like oh yeah you see what he looks like <laughs> no i've never even... but this <laughs> the, the, the quiet billionaires are scarier than the loud ones yeah and they yeah, always yeah. will be and it's yeah, like yeah. there are i don't know yeah yeah it's like look at kanye he's he's, yeah. he's not a quiet billionaire no. he's great <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome he's fucking sick like yeah there's even like i would say jeff bezos he's not necessarily a quiet person yeah but he's still one of those person that is like more one of those people yeah. who is more quiet than yeah, elon yeah. musk and it's like i'm more terrified of him yeah than, than elon musk yeah. even though like yeah elon musk was making well because elon musk calls it his like throwers he just, and he, shit he, pl- he hams it up for his audience exactly. that's his whole thing is you him know that like, he's playing a character and yeah. like also rich people with a sense of humor yeah. Love them. Yeah. Because like, yeah. that's rare. Yeah. That's so No, 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 totally. Rare. Totally. Like, and it's, but it's, it's more so just as long as you just like, you know, like I'm not a fan of Elon Musk by no, any no. means. Yeah. But like, who cares? Yeah. Like, I don't actually, I do follow him. But like, but my point is like, you can look away. Like, that's the thing yeah. that people forget. Like, you can, yeah. you can look away if you yeah. don't want to see it. Yeah. Probably still going to show up in your feed. But no. you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I just don't think it's actually really going to change that much and like if you think that like you know Zuckerberg and Dorsey and any of these other guys are like the good ones then like you might as well just get off the internet altogether because like it's unfortunate but these guys well this is just how our entire society is run it's like yeah there's no avoiding this at this point so it's like why literally billionaires (laughs) yeah why pick and choose who you support and who you don't support yeah and like then you're just playing like favoritism over the billionaires where it's like that's yeah that's like that's worse and then you're like i don't know not to say that all billionaires are terrible people but like wow you know kind of (laughs) you know and like and then you're like saying that this billionaire is good and this one's bad and like it's like well i don't know you get into dangerous territory yeah it's like i don't know again i just i would prefer the evil that is like out there and telling me how evil they are (laughs) than the one who's like quietly working in the background like that that power is so much more terrifying to me you know like the man behind the curtain that does exist most likely yeah and we don't know about yeah no, that's like the real that's where you get into like the real sort of like meat and potatoes of like the conspiracy theories of yeah like, what's that family like the Rothschilds yes yes yeah. yes yes yeah. like the Rothschilds yeah. Like, yeah. like that shit is where it gets into like some like yeah oh boy yeah but then my but again it's that that shit is fascinating because yeah. it's like I don't know if you remember the rapper Jay Electronica no so he was like a pretty like underground like rap guy yeah very sick put out one album and like four singles in the span of like 10 years like just very very mysterious but like when he whenever he does something like all of like the rap world goes insane because he's like arguably the best like just like the best he's a true freak though anyways he disappeared for a couple years and started dating a Rothschild no way and the pictures are so crazy because this is like fucking like rapper rapper guy and you just see these pictures of him like 
in like lush green like British forests with like oh, all these old white guys and like women like with like hunting guns and stuff and like it's <laughs> it's like it's nuts it's like truly nuts like honestly it's one of those things that every year I'm like Jay Electronica Rothschild and I just look at pictures and be like wow <laughs> I've never what is this man seen that's so crazy <laughs> it's nuts are they nuts. are they still rich they're still rich yeah, yeah, right I think are they still rich. like top Family? Probably not top, no, I think but the, I think they're just like it's just like extreme generational yeah. wealth. That's like I'd be so th- sick to be that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That'd be so like, Mama, can I go back to the castle tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like, which one? <laughs> extreme wealthy are always, I, like my favorite topic, mm-hmm. or they're my favorite thing to watch. Yeah, like because like I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the pod yet, but like you know, in watching succession and watching like just various things about wealthy people. Yeah. Um, they truly are still living in, in like a feudalist state. Yeah. yeah like yeah. they're still like mm. killing each other. Like they're chopping, like instead of chopping each other's heads off for the throne, they're yeah. like canceling each other on the internet, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. but yeah, it's yeah. like the same shit totally. <laughs> that, well, that is happening. People, I always kind of not bugged me, but would drive me a little nuts when I would see people on Twitter being like, I don't want to watch Succession because right. I don't want to watch a show about rich people. Yeah, and I'm like, sure. Yeah, but like, I'll tell you something about myself. I don't want to watch a show about a guy like me. Yeah, I'd rather watch <laughs> a show about like something that's so far removed from my life because yeah. that's different. Like, like the escape. It's not even escapism, but just watching something that like, like do it. Would I really want to watch a show about a guy who lives in Toronto and like? walks around Dundas West like no <laughs> maybe maybe but like, well if it has an interesting enough story I think like the everyday everyman kind of story well the everyman's I don't know I'm trying to think well, the everyman story is a little I mean they're all everything's played out yeah and they're also I feel like there isn't the same idea of an everyman as there used to as there used to be because yeah. we are like so subdivided into all yeah. our like echo chamber niches that like the idea of an everyman is like kind of not a thing no, anymore no. you know like we would have been Right now, if there was like an everyman, we would be like working jobs <laughs> and not like sitting at a you know podcast hanging out this afternoon, <laughs> yeah. having a little beer, and talking about whatever. We would be fuck. very different right now if that yeah. stereotype still existed, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And like when you watch movies from those, I almost don't even like think of these people as characters when I watch movies from like the sixties and fifties and yeah. stuff because it's like they all seem like the same person to yeah, me, yeah, like yeah. the 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 like um. You know, they're all. I'm trying to think of names right now. I can't think of any names, but like, you know, watching like Maltese Falcon or like okay. any or like um, anything like that, where it's just like these all these characters are like playing the same person, right? right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just this like blank slate everyman character who's like yeah. cool, calm, and collected, right, and like right. smokes cigarettes and like gets all the girls. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the most. It's such a base level character, yeah. but none of them are exorbitantly rich and none, none of them are exorbitantly poor. You it's know, kind of just, yeah, it's like just, a, a slightly relatable, but also like but who you want to be. Character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are you watching the Kardashians? The new Kardashians? No. Should I? Is it sick? Oh my God. That is like, people can go off and talk about all the yeah. prestige television existing right now, but Kardashians, which is now called the Kardashians, not yeah. keeping up with, is top tier television. You yeah. want to talk about you want to talk about watching a rich family like that's yeah. uh, okay, I gotta get as into good it. as it gets. I gotta get into it. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> also, just like <laughs> I love reality TV, but I genuinely like I because I, I beat myself up with TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Finish, finish what you're saying. I was but. just gonna say that 
<laughs> I actually would love for your uh, your opinion as a as a film man. But when the show starts, the first the the opening scene of episode one of season one of the Kardashians 2022 <laughs> is like so outrageous. It's like it's like like drone shots that like zoom in and then go like through their mansions oh, they're and doing like, like get, FPV shots. Yes, and it and it Whoa. goes on for like four minutes, Tight. and it's just like. And it's each of their mansions. I have a big film take to talk about reality television. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> and and he, the only audience members that are going to know this are like people who are into like really into film. Yeah. Not really into film, but like, you know. In enough. Everyone hails Robert Altman as this like great. Robert Altman was this like great filmmaker. He made like Nashville, Shortcuts, um, The Player, a bunch of stuff. He was trying to do what reality television is doing <laughs> right now, which yeah. was like he had these films where everything was like improvised and it was like like multi-camera zooms, like just trying to get trying to capture the reality of life in like a narrative. And I'm like, this is literally what reality television is. <laughs> yeah. And so any fucking film snob who says that reality te- television is not real film, yeah, is fucking lying to well, themselves. Well, no, it's it's a beautiful art form, <laughs> and it's and it's truly like if you want to say that films films great power is capturing reality, which I think is like yeah, you know, a fairly good take on film film criticism. Then you have to acknowledge to, reality TV as well. Being I mean, to that's... not acknowledge it is a very dated idea. Yeah, it's like not acknowledge. It's I mean, to not acknowledge anything is just like a terrible take. Like, yeah. You it's a re- very real thing. Obviously, yeah. it's it's the most popular yeah. genre of television, yeah. and has been for years. Yeah. Like, I mean, I watched Survivor, yeah, and the Kardashians, yeah, and uh, whatever Netflix is shoving down my throat. Yeah, I'll watch them all. I yeah. think they're great. Yeah, <laughs> I they're love great. that shit. <laughs> I love but it. I just love pop stuff. Like, you need to accept it because it's. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. And like, it's fun. It's entertainment. It's that's the, that's the other thing. At the end of the day, this is supposed to be entertainment. And they talk like people for the most part. Wow. Which is so nice. <laughs> well, kind of. I, I don't know. I haven't seen I'm a lot kidding. of it. But I'm just kidding. I'm just they at least try. Or they're, they're, no, they're not trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's great. I, I love it. I, again, I haven't really watched reality television since... What was the last thing I watched? I watched like um, Sexy Beasts. <laughs> I, I, I had, I mean, even I had to draw the line somewhere. I don't somewhere. think I finished. I don't think I finished it. But that, was, <laughs> that was still pretty sick. <laughs> I was like, I think uh, I watched. I'm pretty sure, like, like Lizette sent like Lauren and I the like trailer, and was like, "This looks insane." And I remember being like, "Holy fuck, this looks insane!" And then by the time it came out, I was like, "I can't do this. Like, I can't watch people go on dates in furry costumes. Like, it's just like." Like it's just too much. It's too it was, too I, much. I, I don't think I finished it, but I watched like a couple episodes and I was like, yeah. "But that's but that's they're they're actually running out of ideas." When like the last thing they could do was just put people in costumes, like even the masked yeah. dancer and the like. All these things are just like who's a celebrity and who's not, and who's hot and who's not. But they're yeah. wearing costumes. It's yeah. like, but then again, this is not new because there was a show on Fox in like the mid 2000s called Mr. Personality. Right. And it was just like a bunch of dudes wearing masks. Actually, they're all wearing like basically contravoid masks. And it was a dating show. Yo, contravoid dating show? <laughs> Where you're trying to figure out who the real contravoid <laughs> is? That's actually, we gotta pitch that to Cam right now. <laughs> Holy really shit, funny. that'd be so good. <laughs> well, I feel like most people wouldn't even know. It'd be the most niche show in the world. Yeah, it's like, 
<laughs> like one goth princess, <laughs> like 20 contravoids. <laughs> We have to make this. <laughs> we might have to, or at the very least, we should pitch that as his next yeah. music video or short film. That's so good. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna send that to him shortly and tell him to listen to this episode because there's some con, con, some, some void content. There's some void content. You're watching us live pitch to Contraboid right now. <laughs> oh my god! I've been trying not to watch TV lately. Mm-hmm. Um, no, okay, that's not true at all. <laughs> Yeah, come on. Come I was on. like, I was like, I'm not gonna watch TV. I'm just gonna watch movies again because you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking lame. But and no, then no, no. I, but then I and then but because well, I don't know if I've told you my whole like, TV really like kind of fucks with me. Yeah. Because I'm I get really invested in 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 movies and TV, and when there's not like the emotional catharsis, over two hour and over and like a two hour over one sitting. Right. Um. It like it genuinely leads into my life. Right. Like when I was watching Succession, like all of the anxiety, which I think is like the last TV show that I like watched start to finish. Um, all of the anxiety of that show was like genuinely bleeding into my life. Right. Right. <clears throat> and like the thing, and so like I try not to watch TV for that reason because we've been telling stories for f- mostly the same way. Right since the beginning of humanity which is like whether it's one sitting or over the course of a single book or whatever you you sit down you watch the thing the emotional conflict is set up and then it's concluded by the end of the thing and it's like and but with television especially with like the the television that we watch where it's not necessarily guaranteed that the next season is going to come out. Oh God, I know that's, you know? that's the worst. And so we're, we're watching these things where the emotional conflict is set up in the first episode of the first season. And then you actually don't know if it's going to be, if there's going to be the catharsis at all. Yeah, and yeah, if it yeah. is, if there is going to be a catharsis, it's not going to be until 10 seasons later. Like yeah. what is that doing to us? Cause to me, it genuinely affects me. But do you not think there's something kind of sick about <laughs> these shows that like didn't make it. For example, do you remember a show called uh, Friends from College? I never saw it. No. It was like I think I like maybe wa- I think I did actually watch it. Um, but it's a show that very much believed in itself right. and really and and was actually a hit. I'm pretty sure people like actually really liked it. Like I know right. a lot of people who loved it. But it's not a one season show. It's a two season show, and it ends on a cliffhanger. Never resolves. There's no Man. season three. That is cool to me. But that doesn't that hurt you? It does <laughs> like, hurt. It, it does hurts. It, it hurts. But it there's hurts. something there's something interesting about a show about any about something that wanted to conclude but didn't conclude because it's also it's like super it's also like dying. It's also like dying prematurely. It's kind of like it's it's <laughs> we're getting a little crazy here. But there's no, but a parallel right. to be made yeah. about somebody, you know, getting yeah. hit by a car and just, you know, all of a sudden their life is over, not when it was necessarily supposed to end. Yeah. So you have these 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 fragments of things that just like start and then just don't resolve. But like, isn't that kind of what life is like anyways? You never know. Totally. But like, I think the the power of stories are that they aren't like that. <laughs> this is mean? me being like super I know, contrary. No, but I know. <laughs> like, I, like I get like, it. No, no, that's But like uh, that's what like that's what why we that's literally why we tell stories. That's know, why we I started know, telling know, stories from the beginning. Was is like here's uh, something that's gonna help you in your life. Yeah. Because it has this catharsis. Yeah. yeah. You know. And but this also goes like, back. To, <laughs> this also goes back to another <laughs> slight version of the same thing. 
there was a big trend in rap videos, specifically in the late 90s to the mid 2000s, where rappers would drop a single that would always end with to be continued. It's a big MTV thing from the 2000s. Oh, I do remember it'd be that. Like, yeah. It'd be like some kind of gangster story with like a pimp and da-da-da and like a kind of <laughs> Scarface-esque like, like movie. <laughs> and it would be like like some like big climax would like would like would happen and be like to be continued and then there would never be a part two. That well, you know sick. what else is okay. I, my sister went to Nimbus, okay. right? And um, she was telling me how like they are teaching pop Wait, what's music. Nimbus? It's like a Vancouver music school. Okay. Sorry, um, and uh, you know, um, but there 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 there's this thing. You know how when you start and like when the when the when the song is in um, the key of like A minor, mm -hmm. the song usually starts with A minor and then ends in A minor, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Apparently, there's this theory now where if you don't end the song in the same in the same key that it starts in, then you actually leave people wanting more of that song. Yeah, like it's like this psycho psychology uh -huh. psychological t like trick. Does it now? Does it to make not it... have a catharsis to not yeah. have this conclusion? And so it's like what I'm saying is this idea of like not providing catharsis has bled into so much of art and culture right, right now. Honestly, I, I wish you didn't tell me that. I hate that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I get it. But Do you know what I mean. But I, no, as soon as you start finding out that there's like not finding out because obviously we know this exists. But as soon as there's, I don't know, science behind why songs are popular. Yeah, it's just like it, I hate that shit I, too. I just, it, it, yeah. it, it sucks the creativity out of anything when it's Agreed, like it's yeah. like oh you can write the song that's yeah. not going to resolve and then what's it going to do? It's going to make people want to listen to it again. Yeah, I, like, and I don't even necessarily believe it. I just think it's, I do believe it. I actually do. You believe do believe it. it? I do believe it one hundred percent. I think it's just interesting that people are thinking that way. Mm -hmm. Like because mm -hmm. it, it's like again we've talked about this with like with like writing scripts and stuff. It's like I cannot bring logic or like yeah. you know. Uh, structure into it until like the whole thing is it's done, done. Yeah, you know yeah. like yeah and then it's fine but yeah. like yeah like to go and be like this is what makes a good song and these are all the yeah. elements you need to make a good yeah. song like just teaching music is yeah. like is so weird to me other than like the the craft of uh, you can music. make music without reading music yeah i, I yeah. don't read music i can yeah. but i choose not to <laughs> yeah but other than like just like the practical like learning how to play an instrument even if it's not yeah. like according to the yeah the 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 musical theory that mm -hmm. is behind it just like learning how to play an instrument you yeah know? like other see, than that i don't really like yeah but these know. are the things that are fascinating to me yeah. which is which is what i think is like what draws me into specific types of art which isn't necessarily even a type of art at all because what i'm more so talking about is like like we're saying these things that i guess drive you nuts and drive probably most people nuts are what are actually fascinating to me so right, for example yeah, like yeah. i said like a show that doesn't resolve. Right. Like, that's interesting to me. It's fascinating that a thing can start and go and have a planned ending and doesn't end. Like, is that possible in music? I actually don't know. Like, do you make an album that just like <laughs> that, that that stops prematurely yeah. or just doesn't? Like, how does that work? Well, I guess I how know. much intention is 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 there in yeah. an album to yeah. like do that thing? Yeah, but I mean, maybe I'm sure there's probably a couple of albums that are like. Something, 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 part one. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. no part two. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I think it's interesting. I don't know if it's sick. <laughs> I love it. I think it. it's I super like interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. No, but I mean, obviously this view is very bizarre and like my dumb shit. Yeah. I wonder what, like when the, like, like tracing back the lineage of episodic things. Because like, I mean, obviously, I don't know how, like when that started, like were, mm -hmm. was like, like I mean Dante's Divine Comedy released in three parts right <laughs> yeah. but like was that like I don't know like when did that happen was that 
were were because I heard something about the like early books were actually released like in volumes in volumes mm-hmm. even now that we like read them in all one they were still released in volumes right. at that time were they so maybe this is how it's like over time or just released at the same time in volumes I don't know right because that's <laughs> again <laughs> we two different things yeah because it's still just like the psychological knowledge of knowing that you have all of it right there and you know that it's in, in eventually going to come to catharsis yeah is important I think you yeah. know but then but so the funny thing though is so you you're saying that you don't necessarily fuck with television right now. Well, I'm rewatching The OC, so I don't know if I can Oof. say that. Oof. It's fucking fire. Excellent, excellent show. So good. But, I was but the say, reason but the... I'm rewatching The OC is because I know that it ends. Yes. And I know the ending, and I know the ending sucks, but I know that it ends. Yes. And I know every. So it's like it's like I I feel comfortable rewatching that. But funnily enough, if I were to watch The OC again, which I probably will, I'm gonna maybe say in the fall. Did <laughs> you rewatch it a couple at... years ago too? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I watched but... it during COVID. Uh. So good. But <laughs> if I were to rewatch it, I don't think I would finish it because I know that the ending sucks. Yeah. And I know that season I, four, I don't think I'll rewatch the last season. Exactly. It's terrible. It's but so but that's my point. So it's it's kind of like what's the difference with me watching the OC seasons one and two, mm-hmm. not watching season three and three and mm-hmm. four? How is that any different from watching uh, Friends from College, which is seasons one and two? Because at least you have seen the finished. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. You I'm just, just really kidding. want me to watch Friends from College. <laughs> I don't even remember if it was good. I just remember it being. I just remember it ending, and there being like articles on like BuzzFeed being like right. being like being like the internet is going ablaze because this show just ended and everybody's what a was another show that like ended prematurely because there's a bunch of them. Oh, there's definitely so. I mean. What's um, fascinating about this show is that it ended on season two, whereas I'm sure there are, I mean, I'm not even sure, I, there there are plenty of shows that just had one season and just yeah. weren't renewed for a second, Yeah, which is, but I feel like most of those shows resolved in a way. I think a lot of shows in season one, based on the renewal process, will wrap up season one with maybe a slight cliffhanger of, yeah. a, of, of, an, of a, a chance of a season yeah. two, but, but the but story mostly, still wraps itself yeah. up, you know? But I was going to say, like, what do you think about TV shows? Because there was, uh, I forget what I was planning on watching. Oh, this is also during COVID, but I was thinking of, about watching Lost because somebody was talking about watching yeah, yeah. Lost. I've watched that show like three times. But there's too many episodes. <laughs> it's like 10 seasons, right? Yeah, 10 seasons and each season is like 30 episodes. But it's another one of those comfort shows for me where I just like, I watched it as a kid. It, like yeah. The OC and Lost and Survivor and... Uh, All um, classics. Oh, what was another childhood show of mine whatever those three specifically yeah i watched them like as such a young kid and so like they are just shows i can return to and i don't need to finish them because i know where they end i know what happens and it's just nice and comforting and i love the characters and you know what's what's i'm sorry i'm like thinking i'm really thinking out loud here right now go for it and realizing something about myself (laughs) but okay we've talked about this before I don't know if on the pod or not, but I love Seinfeld. It's my favorite show of all time, right? I watch it on a loop and have been watching it on a loop since, I don't know, for years, since I was a teenager. And even before that, when my dad would watch it, my parents would watch it, and I would just know it was on. It's a a part of my life that's just like there. Now, most Seinfeld people would also say that the last episode sucks, and it does suck. I don't like it. Now the reason I'm bringing like the this ending up, specifically, yeah, or just the like ending the ending yeah. and the episode, the whole two-part finale, no good. But my point is, as someone who's watched this show 
from start but not to finish countless times mm-hmm. i've watched season one to nine so many times i can't even keep track but i refuse to watch the ending really which then creates this almost this cycle yeah. because i don't want it to wrap up you don't want it, it to end it never ends so what do i do when i get to season nine episode you know 21 <laughs> even though there's maybe 23 episodes i don't yeah. watch the last two episodes and i go back you, to season you know what one. happens though right of course I know what happens. <laughs> okay <laughs> because well, it's a sad it's obviously such a sad like <laughs> depressing like they literally go to jail, jail. it's I like spoiler alert <laughs> sorry i mean who hasn't finished seinfeld by this point <laughs> 1999 <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> but like they literally go to that's insane yeah. that's an insane the way to end a show like that but you know what but no and it's it's it is brilliant it is like great yeah but, but i under, but i but it's, a, it's but, okay well, well then what because, but yeah it's super interesting concept i'm watching because, it on a loop because i don't want it to end but then what does that do to our psyches <laughs> like we actually cannot come we we can't come to terms with like we hate with closure endings, we cannot do closure and like i again i can't i can't say that this is like a big societal issue but like maybe it is you know yeah and but like, i mean i don't know because i i do we want closure? I don't know if we do. Again, like you said, though, you were saying how it's kind of interesting when a show ends halfway through because that's more like life that doesn't have closure. Yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. But life does have closure for the people that are still living. Do you know what I mean? Does like it, though? Other people's lives. And I'm not. I'm not fighting on this. No, I'm I know. Just, I'm, I'm actually well, just genuinely like other curious people's because... lives. Like, okay, obviously, some uh, someone's life can end prematurely, and that's yeah. a terrifying and sad, yeah. and unfortunate reality that we face. But in the grand scheme of their life, there was no. Well, I think this is what we're talking about. Is just that like life and TV are so different. You know, <laughs> so you can't actually compare these. Well, things. actually, I'm saying that they're <laughs> very similar. But like. <laughs> Fuck, because it's like if someone if someone's life were to end prematurely compared to a TV show that's ends prematurely, this is the conversation we're having right now, guys. This is where we're at. Like, Just life. <laughs> um, fuck, I don't know. Fuck, I it's, feel like I'm trying to make some point that I actually I, I don't have any any solid yeah. stance on. No, but the thing is, and it's it's I obviously don't. I'm kind of speaking out of my ass right now, Same. but I'm more so just, <laughs> but I am, I am drawing, uh, parallels. Yeah. And I think it is something that I, you know, would like to actually like look at like this, this is the kind of shit that I wish someone would do the like dissertation on. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> like, like, you know, like this is interesting stuff to me in my yeah. bizarre brain, yeah. but like, I do think it is interesting that, you know, like I said, Seinfeld not wanting to watch the end and like mm-hmm. continuing to watch mm-hmm. it on a loop. And my what entices me about wanting to maybe watch the OC again is mm-hmm. is to watch seasons one and two, but not seasons three and four. Yeah. So what does that say about like my intake of something that I like? Is it just me? Is it because I know what the ending is like, or or is it because I just know that I like the first two seasons? Like I don't know. Well, I was gonna say that it's like it might be that you are you enjoy like the. It's like returning to the uh, how do I describe it? Returning to like the positives of the thing, the things that you like, the good times. Returning to the good <laughs> yeah, days, right? It's, it's, return, it's nostalgia. It's returning to the good old days. <laughs> Except for like I was re- I'm, I'm rewatching the OC right now. I'm like yeah. halfway through season one. It's like it's not good old days. You know, it's like it's nice because you like the characters, but it's like every episode is like a 
a terrible new thing that's happening. Well, it's a little you know? Seth and all of Yeah, it's like, <laughs> but like, I was because I was thinking about this. I was like, because I, you know, watching the OC and being like, I just want an episode where they just all hang out. Oh my god! And they're just happy there's, together. There's no drama, and there's no drama, and I just want them all to love but each isn't other. Kind of season four. No, season four. He's in like a coma. He's in a coma. Ryan, I think it's season four. It's the last season. Ryan and that new girl who came out of nowhere. I like to, like I said, I've I've seen <clears throat> I've seen the OC <clears throat> three times. I watched it when it first came out. I watched it again in like 2010, mm-hmm. and then I watched it during COVID. Yeah. Now the third time, I never watched season watch four. The, okay, so the the, the last the, the final season. I'm not sure. What, yeah, the final season, which I guess is season four. Uh, Marissa's already dead. Right. Spoiler <laughs> alert. From 2003. <laughs> um, uh, she's already dead. And then Ryan meets a new girl. And Ryan and her get into like a car accident or something. She also red hair? No, no, no. no, no. Mm, sorry, I don't sorry, remember. No, no. But, but they end up. of Caleb's uh, yeah, legitimate yeah. daughter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but they end up in a coma. Yeah. And, uh, and the whole thing is like. I don't even remember what happens in the coma, but they have to like go through this coma, this like big coma. And it's like takes place in this coma dream of them like trying to find each other in this dream. And then once they can find each other, they can get back to reality and like, and everything's good again. Is that the one where they're like, that's season four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's, are there not two episodes like that? Or is this the one that I'm thinking of? I know I, there's one. I, rem- like a, I remember it as like the whole season, but I, the whole I, season's no, dream. I, definitely not. No, 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 no way. No, but that's right. kind of sick, though. That'd be sick. <laughs> just like, That'd be sick to just do that with a show like The OC, where it's like, <laughs> and it was all a dream. So like, <laughs> he never actually made move to The OC. <laughs> yeah. It just like it goes back to the very beginning. It's just Seth being he's like, just, he's just still it's, in jail. It's, it's Sand- Sandy being like, I was gonna take this kid, bring this kid into the house, but you know what? Nah, maybe I better not. <laughs> it's just like that's just it. <laughs> <laughs> Seth never meets Summer. <laughs> Nothing ever happens. Just like oh he's just a loser God. for the rest of his life. Wait, why do I kind of feel like oh, I mean, I'm going to stop speaking hypotheticals because <laughs> I'll watch it and find it. We'll talk about it on the next solo. Yeah. But... <laughs> we'll get into okay, it. Okay, one other thing I want to say about because uh, about rewatching the OC and about rewatching like television shows over and over again yeah. is have you ever had that experience? It's like you've watched the you've watched Seinfeld so many times. This specifically happened to me with Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Watched it so many times. I watched every episode, and it also happened to me with the OC. Watched it, and I know every episode. I think right. Yeah. And then I watch an episode, and I'm like, I've never seen this before. Yeah. This feels like Mandela effect thing, where it's like I like genuinely like how, where did this episode come from? Yeah, it yeah, completely yeah. like did not exist in my in my yeah. brain. That that that's another crazy. That happens feeling. to me with Seinfeld, mm. but not. But I've seen it too many times for it to happen. It more so yeah. happens with the like four episodes I would say that I don't really like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where sometimes I'll just skip them, yeah. and it's not the episodes that I don't remember. It's like specific scenes. Yeah. It's like something just happens, and like I'm just like I'm like what? Like I've never seen him wear like a purple jacket. I'm like what yeah. scene is this? And yeah. I'm like, oh right, it's just an episode that I don't right. normally watch. Yeah. There was like um, details about the OC that I was like. I really don't remember this happening or I don't remember this happening in this way or I don't remember everybody being so mean. <laughs> you know? <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> wow, we really went uh, a little hard there. <laughs> not bad. It's been an hour and a half.
Yeah.